Hi, it's Leon Dolan, and my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical, is out now and available everywhere. People Magazine chose it as an April pick of the month, one of the best this week, a hopeful take on commitment, they said, and an innovative story about marriage. Mmm, sounds juicy. The Marriage Sabbatical, out now, available everywhere. This is Liz Dolan. It is Thursday, August 4th, and I want to welcome you to a little pre-Olympics special special, or pre-Olympics pre-special to our special, whatever. What I'm going to share with you now is the complete London Olympics recap that Julie, Monica, and I did together four years ago. Uh, You'll hear our enthusiasm for all Olympic sports, uh, no matter how obscure, and for all Olympic athletes, no matter who they compete for. Uh, You'll also hear the goals we set for the Rio Games. Uh, Spoiler alert, we accomplished some but not all of them. So listen, and you'll hear what we were already saying about our excitement about Rio. If you go to SatelliteSisters.com and use the search function there uh, and enter the words random thoughts, you'll also be able to see all of Leon's commentary on all things Olympics over the years. Over the next few days, we'll make sure everything from our archives appears at SatelliteSisters.com. Also, as we've already said, this coming Tuesday, which is the 9th of August, that's when our actual pre-Olympic special is going to be. A fresh new show, Julie, me, and Leon. And that will be the day before Leon and I actually leave for Rio. So we go to Rio on Wednesday. So on Tuesday, you're going to hear about our excitement. You're going to hear about the packing. You're going to hear about the wardrobe selections. You're going to hear about the anti-mosquito protocol. And you'll hear uh, what events we think we're going to, what else we think we're going to do while we're in Rio. Uh, So be sure to tune in on Tuesday. And then all during the games from Wednesday on, the best place to follow us and know what's happening with us at the Rio Games will be to follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. We are at Sat Sisters, and we'll use the hashtag Sat Sisters Rio 2016. And we always use the hashtag Sat Sisters. So Twitter and Instagram, that's where you'll be able to see pithy commentary, photos, whatever we can do. Also, of course, we'll be doing as much as we can on the Satellite Sisters Facebook group. So if you have not joined that group, it's super easy. Just go to Satellite Sisters or go to Facebook. You search for Satellite Sisters. Pick the one that says Open Group. Uh, You just click Join. And on our end, we click accept, and then you'll be seeing anything else we want to post from Rio. So the Tuesday while we're in Brazil, uh, we're going to be taking that week off. So you'll, the social media will be the way to get all things from us. And then the following week when we get back, you'll get a complete Rio recap. Um, it's going to be very exciting. So here we go. This is at the very end of the London Olympics four years ago. Monica, as you can see... Uh, took in every possible second. And I got to tell you, she has also organized her life this year in a similar fashion. So uh, so here you go. This is Satellite Sisters New to You from August 12th, 2012. Hi, this is Julie. This is Liz. This is Sheila. This is Monica. This is Leanne. We are the Satellite Sisters. You are listening to Satellite Sisters To Go.
this Sunday, August 12th. What a couple of weeks it's been. This is Liz Dolan. I am in Santa Monica, California. Joining me on the line, Monica Dolan from Portland, Oregon. I, I have enjoyed the emails I've gotten from you, Monica, about how little time you were actually devoting to work. oh yeah Liz busted I was gonna say you know I I I really only watched the Olympics during my lunch and my quote-unquote 15-minute break but it actually extended beyond the 15-minute break last week okay we're gonna get Monica's Olympic roundup a little bit later in the show uh Julie you're in Dallas Texas how are you feeling today I'm good, Liz. You know, I enjoyed some excellent Olympic watching with you last week in L.A. Yes. Uh, But now I'm back. I'm home alone. I have two TV sets on at the same time. I don't know why, but I just don't want to miss anything uh, going on with the Olympics. So, Monica, what have you been up to? I know you haven't seen me in a couple of weeks or heard from me in a couple of weeks, but I actually, I had vacation, uh, not last week, but the week before, and... What I mean, it just, I have been full time watching, absorbing, consuming the Olympics. And I have to say, this was like the most brilliant Summer Olympics I have ever seen. Really? I liked it about 20 times more than Beijing. And why? Why is that, Monica? Well, part of the reason is I, I really invested in the Olympics this time. I mean, I didn't buy any tickets. I didn't, I didn't have any pins, but I planned my vacation so it would coincide with the first week of the Olympics, which was the swimming. So, I mean, my vacation started that Friday night, the minute I arrived over in bed, and like 20 minutes later, the opening ceremonies um, happened. And the other thing was, I just think London, it just looks so fabulous, Julie, just like you said. It was so exciting, and everything was green and the city looked exciting and I don't know there was something about Beijing that just it always looked sort of polluted well it is is. (laughs) right it always looked kind of gray polluted and it looked hot I even enjoyed the days in London when it was like cool and cloudy and then you know you kind of weather Monica cool and cloudy it is but I was surprised they had they did have beautiful, beautiful nights for the track and field, which was good. I was happy for those people. And then there was, like, Kate and Wills and Harry in the stand, Julie, just like you said. I told you, they... No matter what the, no, they were, didn't they bring sort of, they were really the frosting on the cake, weren't they? That they were there, they were so enthusiastic, they were at so many events. And I, I, I believe that, I mean, Kate, she just, has she gained more hair. (laughs) (laughs) Prince William. I mean, her hair is out of control. You know what? They look like they were having the time of their lives. And I was thinking, this is probably the best two weeks they're ever going to have as, you know, well, you know, as as As, as future king and queen. Right. Future king and queen. I mean, it really doesn't get any better than that. And, you know, Kate, she loved the sport. She was quite sporty there in in high school and college. So they just looked fabulous. And the other thing was, you know, I originally, I'm sort of a purist. I like to watch the NBC primetime coverage. And I went into what I thought was a news blackout because you had to. Because the minute you opened up Yahoo or the NewYorkTimes.com, I would open up 
like the New York Times.com, and I would literally say to myself, I would scroll to the bottom, I would say, I'm not looking, I'm not looking, I'm not looking, because I just didn't want to know the results. I wanted to see them in prime time. And I was, you know, screaming and yelling there by myself in that little house in Ben. But then I realized I just couldn't keep up. I just, I, I, I couldn't stay up late enough. And Liz, when you told me about NBCOlympics.com, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that, changed my life forever. <laughs> Julia, Julia, I sent Monica an email saying, by the way, you're sitting in the house in Bend. Our cable provider there is Bend Broadband. Here's the login so that you can watch all the Olympics coverage online because we are subscribers to Bend Broadband. And it opened up a whole new world to you, Monica, didn't Well, it? I poo-pooed that email at first, Liz. I said, oh, I'm not doing that. That's silly. I'm not going to watch live stream of events before they happen the night before. But once I got hooked into that, I mean, it was just amazing. I saw, I, I was watching men's trampoline. I saw all the How about that event? We saw some of that crazy trampolining too, Liz. Yes, yes, we did. I mean, I was watching equestrian jumping. I saw the crooked badminton players. And all of this was online, like in the privacy of my own little living room. It was just Amazing. I saw every single interview with every single athlete. And I have to say, you know, one of the highlights for my first week was uh, Ryan Lochte winning the 400-meter individual medley. I think he's an absolute beast. He's amazing. And Liz, didn't I tell you? I thought he was the best-looking man in America. Yes, yes. (laughs) Okay, okay, well, after seeing, like, 23 interviews with Ryan Lochte... he should just stay in the pool. <laughs> he should just just come up on the pool deck, Ryan, smile your million-dollar smile, and then walk away. Um, it's true. But, he's, he's not the brightest bulb, but he does seem to enjoy himself. And, oh, gosh. He loves swimming. He yes. had a wonderful time. I, I, The swimming was amazing, but I think the track and field was really just unbelievable. It was unbelievably Monica. wonderful. What was your favorite event? Did you have what for you was the highlight of uh, track and field? Well, of of the track and field, I have to say, just recently, which would be last night, uh, <laughs> the women women winning the four by one hundred relay, mm-hmm. and afterwards, Allison Felix, who is the most amazing runner I've ever seen, and of course, I was watching a feed one day with a British announcer, and he said, watching her is like poetry in motion. I said, yes, it is. That's what I loved about those NBC feeds. Sometimes you got the British announcers. Yeah. Uh, but Alison Felix, who has the million-dollar smile, she's just so amazing. She said that was the most exciting thing that had ever happened in her life. Wow. Oh, I get chills just hearing you say that. Well, I started to cry. <laughs> I, mean, I cried almost every night. I mean, let's just talk about Oscar Batorius. Oh, my God. Amazing. Uh, South African guy. I mean, I, at first, I, you know, when I, they said he was going to be running on those um, springs, I was like, oh, well, he's a cheater. But then <laughs> once I got into his story, I could not get enough of that guy. He was such an amazing runner. What? I know. I totally agree with you, Monica. I'm 100%. I was just so moved by his personal story. I agree. 
Yeah, and he just loves running and loves the sport and wanted to compete against the best of the world, and that's what he got to do. Now, I didn't know that men's 10-meter platform diving could be such a nail-biter. But I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you saw the competition last night. It was insane. Really? At some point, oh, okay. Liz, you def definitely got to watch rewatch that. I mean, I go on, Monica, tell the story because oh, the story is the American took gold. That guy, David Budaya. Uh -huh. who, who, uh, first of all, I saw every I, I saw the preliminaries of that event, and he was 18th, and it was only the top 18 qualifiers that moved on to the semifinals and then the finals. He beat the Chinese guy, who everyone thought that was going to win. Um, at, at one point last night, I was literally yelling at Cynthia Potter. <laughs> she is scary. I just, I, I came to my limit with Cynthia. And she said, she, oh, she said, oh, that was executed very poorly. And at one point, I just started screaming at Cynthia Potter. I don't think Claire, she for those that are not on the inner circle. She does the she was doing the technical commentary for the diving. But uh, she sounds like one of our satellite sisters said she sounds like Nancy Grace. And I and I agree. I think that's right. She sounds exactly like Nancy Grace. You're just afraid she's going to say top mom. <laughs> <laughs> Although she she is very knowledgeable. And the other thing about that men's uh, 10 meter platform diving that was so wonderful is that adorable Tom Daly, who is sort of everyone's favorite athlete in Britain. He's oh, like, yeah, yeah, the dark hair, the cute little British guy. An mm -hmm. idol. Well, he ended up meddling. Oh, know? good. Oh, good. He was so excited to win the bronze medal that he and all of his coaches jumped in the pool at the end. He was delighted. His mom was delighted. His brothers were delighted. Yeah, it was that. that really... That, that one event, Monica, sort of epitomized what I loved about this whole Olympics. The U.S. won. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's important. Well, it was, and an underdog. He was, he was, it was unexpected. Well, the U.S. won. We beat China. The Chinese divers just collapsed under the pressure. They did, is, Julie. And, and, you know, Cynthia did call that, so I'm going to give her props for that. Okay, she said they do come apart when, under pressure. This is very good geopolitical information that I think our State Department needs to know, that the Chinese collapse under <laughs> okay. Number three, the Brits did really well. That was the whole Olympics right there. U.S. won, we beat the Chinese, and the Brits had a great, did a great job. So that, that was it. I agree, Monica. Yeah, that was one of my favorite events. And then the other moment that I loved from this weekend, well, you know, all the track and field I love. I have to say, um, okay, Usain Bolt, he can really run fast. It's amazing. <laughs> it's like he has rockets in his legs. Yeah. But I just got a little bit sick of the I'm a legend thing. I came here to make myself a legend. I just, he's just a little bit too cocky for me. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, it's true. I think the I'm a legend thing, that's something that you're supposed to let other people say about you, right? That's not the kind of thing you say about yourself. 
But then again, if he wasn't that cocky, there's something like that personality type. It's just like maybe you have to be that personality type to be as great as he is. I don't know. I, so I like the – I heard, of course, again, I did not see this because it was last night and I was in an emergency room, but the – the men's four by was it the four by one hundred yes. relay that that Jamaica won? I heard that was awesome too. Yes, it was awesome. Yeah, world record. Mm. He is a legend. It I, was I wonderful. And you know what else I really loved from just last night? I mean, I know I have watched two weeks straight, but I just keep thinking about last night. All right. First of all, I just don't understand how people can go over the high bar. <laughs> no, I. That is the most amazing sport in track and field. How people run and jump more than six feet, just from standing, just from the ground. It's just, it's mesmerizing to me. But, and, and, you know, of course, this Russian supermodel in the women's high bar. She's amazing. Julie, she was amazing. This Russian supermodel won, who was like 6'4". But, Liz, the silver, you have to see this. It was this amazing American girl. She was the NCAA champion. Her name was Brigida Barrett, and she just was so excited. She was screaming. She was running around the track. She was thanking God. She was out of her mind. She was so happy. So that was just an amazing thing. And I have to say, I know Leon poo-pooed the, um, the synchronized swimming. Mm-hmm. And, okay, after seeing the Russian duets which they were the scary marionettes. Did you see that? I did not see that. Uh, listen, see, I'm, I'm totally with you on the synchronized swimming. That is my new incredible um, fan of that sport, Monica. They are amazing. At- <laughs> um, oh, I was going to say, because they, they creeped me out a lot. <laughs> but I, I, Julie, I saw the team synchronized swimming. Yes. That was mind-blowing. Okay. Spain in those silver fishscale bathing suits, which I predict will be a trend for next summer. <laughs> fishscale, metallic fishscale bathing suits. Um, and they did this routine, Liz, where they were sea monsters. You have to see it on NBCOlympics.com because they were amazing. It was very, very, it was, it was very thrilling. I, I, I thought they were just absolutely wonderful. You know, one of the goals of, you know, the British, uh, when they were trying to get the bid for the Olympics, they said what they wanted to do, one of their goals was to inspire a whole generation uh, to go into sports. And, Monica, I was watching the team. um, um, uh, uh, Synchronized swimming? Synchronized swimming. She was with my granddaughter, Alice. And that's her sport. (laughs) Just loved. She loved the costumes, but she was also like totally impressed with the throws. You know the you know the pirouettes that they do in the air. I mean, she was mesmerized by it. And I thought there is a sport for every child. Okay, maybe not everybody wants to do synchronized swimming. Or Leanne got pretty down on rhythmic gymnastics. But, you know, for for each child, there is a sport that really thrills them. And that, you know, it was fun to see that with my granddaughter. And yeah. how is Alice at holding her breath? <laughs> because if you start training at four at that, you can get pretty good, Monica. I mean, those women are underwater for like three and a half minutes holding their breath. It, 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 it's pretty amazing.
was one of the highlights of the game for me. The men's track and field, how the guys, two guys who came gold and silver in the 110 meters, they're bringing sexy back to the track. <laughs> Those U.S. sprinters and hurdlers were the best-looking men I have ever seen in my life. Except, except for Ryan Lochte. Except for Ryan Lochte, okay? <laughs> There's one swimmer, but the, those red jumpsuits, you know, rompers they were wearing. Oh my gosh! I mean, and the and the women, the women uh, uh, sprinters, the U.S. women sprinters, they're so gorgeous. They it's are. It's fun to watch them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beautiful hair. I, I mean, they they were spectacular. Well, anyway, so that's what I plan to do this coming week, okay? So I am just going to continually read, reread the Chaos Chronicles because each time, even although I've read them a couple of times, there, I always there's always like one more little gem that comes out. Like Leanne wrote about the Carolis. She said yeah. she, she doesn't trust them. <laughs> She doesn't trust those two. I don't know why, but that's it. So, I mean, just just read on. That I think it's going to help you get over, you know, the Olympics because you know this the world... emptiness that's going to take place in my life next week. I know. I know. Well, so... I'm actually feeling good about it listening to you guys because I have so much of this stuff TiVoed and haven't had a chance to look at it yet. Plus, NBCOlympics.com in my own time space warp. I can keep the Olympics going probably for another two or three weeks at my house, right? I can just play the music for myself every night, watch a couple of events, really get in the spirit. The one, one of the things I'm afraid of is I do a lot of work with people in the London office of my company. And, you know, Julie, you've spent a lot of time there over the years. The, Brit- the British can be extremely cynical, wouldn't you say? Oh, yes. They were very cynical about the games and, you know, they thought they were going to be terrible. And, you know, they're, they're, they've lost a lot of, you know, they're, they, they invest very heavily in soccer and their soccer team or their football team never really does very well in the World Cup. So they're always very depressed about sports. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, so I'm used to dealing with these cynical UK people, like my opposite number over there, and all kinds of people that I have email contact with every day. Well, I'm telling you, for the last two weeks, it was as if someone had hacked into all of their accounts. <laughs> I, was, I was getting these emails about how, like, I am so enjoying the vibe here. It just could not be better. This is so much fun. And I'm responding like, who are you? You can't possibly be the person that I normally get email from. So it's, I hope they don't go into too much of a crash. I hope maybe this gives birth to a uh, sort of British era of optimism because they always mock Americans for being so enthusiastic and so optimistic, right? They think that we're sort of too gee whiz for our own good. Very Pollyanna. They think that's what they always think we're very Yeah, yeah. so yeah. The, I'm kind of afraid of that. Um, but I wanted to ask you, Julie, because you used to live in Russia, uh, you know, we've been to a couple of Winter Olympics. Monica and I, we went, both went to the Lake Placid Olympics and Salt Lake City, right, Monica? Yes, we did. Two, two Winter Olympics under our belt. Yeah, yeah. So is there any reason why we should be penciling in Sochi? It's, it's like, it's not appealing as a place, but then again, it is the Olympics. Well, I mean, I think it's, I don't know how, I think you're going to have to fly Aeroflot to get there. Okay. Oh, so, well. <laughs> yes. Okay, then that would be a no. 
Pencil, pencil that in. Okay, then I'm just going to focus on Brazil 2016. I, I have not been to Sochi. It's supposed to be a beautiful resort town where you have both the ocean and the mountains. It was reserved for, you know, the very elite of the Russians uh, during during the Soviet period. Um, and, and supposedly they're going to tr transform all those horrible Soviet hotels that they have in Sochi into some world-class place. So I think they want to do a good Olympics. Um, mm -hmm. So, but it would be much more, I mean, you, you, you'll have more fun, I think, in Rio. Yeah, yeah, I would think so. So my, my, I have two goals for Rio. Well, three, because one is to attend. Uh, but my second goal is I want someone I know to make that trampoline team. You know, <laughs> I just, I just think it's the kind of sport where even if you started now, you could qualify for the Olympics in three or four years, just you know, it's just, what? Just start bouncing. Just start bouncing now. I mean, it doesn't it seem like it was the same move over and over and over. I mean, yeah. I'm no expert on the trampoline, but it seemed like they just would whoop, go up, yeah. do the same thing, come down and go right back up again. Well, maybe trampoline needs its own Cynthia Potter, Monica. Maybe they need a trampoline analyst who can help us understand why this is all so hard. So uh, I would like somebody I know to compete in the trampoline, and I would like Brazil 2016 to be Ryan Seacrest free. I, don't you think? I think we have, like, I think he showed what he was made of this time around, and there's nobody better on a red carpet. Ryan, I love you, man. I want, you know, E, you're, that's where you belong. But the sort of transition over to the sporting world, I just, I just don't want to see Ryan Seacrest in Rio. So that is my only request. But, but we do want to see Ryan Lochte. Oh, Ryan Lochte, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he said he was going. He said he was going, so I'm planning on going. Okay. He's well, Monica, right. I, heard, I heard he wants a reality TV show. That's what I heard, that uh, he's uh, he's in discussions for a reality t TV show. Oh, Ryan, don't do that. Just, <laughs> oh, you don't need to do that. Just teach swimming like Michael Phelps is doing. Yeah, that, that could be too much, Ryan, you think? You don't, yeah. yeah, he does not really stand up to a lot of scrutiny. It's okay for him just to be some kind of 2D figure. We don't need like the uh, to go deep with Ryan Lochte. Right. We don't need and we don't need Ryan Lochte unscripted. <laughs> That's what I'm afraid of. He's just coming stay in the pool. Oh, he's coming to Hollywood, Liz. I saw the interview. Maybe it was with the other Ryan. He said he's coming right to Hollywood. That's his next plan. And he's in discussions for a reality TV show. Perhaps your network would like to pick it up. There you go. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we're going to ha have to wrap it up here. So I just want to mention that I have not seen the closing ceremony yet. Monica, I assume you haven't either. Oh, saving it for tonight. And Julie, have you seen any of it? No. Oh, we got to finish this up so I can start watching. <laughs> okay, I'm looking forward to it. I've, I've, I've seen some of the headlines about it. You know, there are no spoilers in the closing ceremony. So Spice Girls, Pet Shop Boys, they're both in it. I think that's good. Monica, did you hear that Liam Gallagher makes a return? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Liam. I, I was happy to see Annie Lennox made the cut for this. So I'm very excited to see the closing ceremony. The stills that I've seen make it look like it's visually just amazing. So I'll, I'll close it all out tonight. And then tomorrow, I'll just start watching 
everything I missed for the last two weeks. So I can I can keep doing Olympic reports here on Satellite Sisters <laughs> if there's any interest in that. Uh, anything else we needed to cover, team? Nope. Team? I think that's it. That's it. Team USA. Okay. <laughs> Team USA. Remember, anyone out there in the Satellite Sisterhood, if you think you have a chance of making the trampoline team in 2016, we're going to throw our weight fully behind you. <laughs> so email us. Go to SatelliteSisters.com and email us or post it on our Facebook group. If you're not already a member there, join the Satellite Sisters group. Or you can follow us on Twitter. We're at Sat Sisters. Uh, so, you know, trampoline 2016. We just want to see some sisters jumping up and down, okay? And uh, all right, girls. Well, this was fun. This yes. was fun. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right, we're the Satellite Sisters. Don't forget, call your Satellite Sister.